Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Wednesday, April 19th, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm back. Mike's back. I'm Mike Agavino. What up, Mike? Good to be around the table, guys, Mike. although you move my chair. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got yeah. a different microphone. You know, it was, it's just changed, uh, Mike. I don't know. So, it feels go, like a demotion. Well, you're in the, in the <laughs> top It's like a little bit of a demotion, hey, but, and, and, you know, I don't want to, I mean. Hey, you look, can't. Cup, Couple things. Yeah, I heard two Butterfucos yesterday. Oh, maybe so you did. We didn't have any porn music, Mike. Okay, no, no, no. But those are that's that, that's unsanctioned. So there are fines. You are here. There are fines coming down from things that happened in my absence. That's one of them. What do you will get? Oh a double Butterfuco fine okay. for that. All right, Butterfuco, give me another one. I'm in for three. No, actually, man, I'm in for four. Do a bit of Foucault. And, and you're in for four. I'm going to have to make the fine steeper. I should give you a bed bug uh, oh, fine no, as well shit. for I, I am making out, me I scratch want, all want, over my want, body after I hearing want, that. I won't do any more Butterfucos. But, um, Butterfucos. Congratulations. The first time I'm getting to see you in person hey, after uh, after uh, taking over the NBC airwaves on, on Friday night. I appreciate that. Uh, it was Huge and, and Dateline just dropped uh, yesterday, y'all, their podcast version of Who Killed Courtney Coco. Yeah, but we want to kick that episode's ass. Yeah, we? but hey, we're right behind them. Uh, hey, congratulations on us all three being in the room for the first time since we've been killing it, right? The, um, we're, or today, uh, or as of yesterday, probably today, it's going to be more. Uh, we are only behind Dateline's Girl and Mustang and Dateline's regular episode. Yeah, and that episode being about you, yeah. I still want to take them out. I mean, I think we should want oh, to. We, I think we, we should want to beat them. We took them out last week, by the way, when we were number one in the world in true crime. Yeah, so we're in agreement. <laughs> and we're still that, right there, that, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. That you know they they're frenemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? We don't mind spanking anybody's ass. Mm -mm. (laughs) Cindy, just to you. Oh, Oh, wow. I did. Boom. You don't have to boom that out. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that in. That's right. My wife knows I love them. All right. So, y'all, welcome to the show. And, And you know what? 
thanks for listening and everything and sharing. But let's get right down to some business. Now, first story I'm going to tell you about is about out of St. Tammany Parish, um, and it involves the sheriff's office. Now, St. Tammany Parish is about an hour and 15 minutes from where we're recording right now. It's in Louisiana. On it's the furthest e- eastern parish, uh, uh, just above and north of New Orleans across the lake. Now, I used to do all their internal affairs work, boys, uh, back in the day. Uh, they would call me on the shit that they didn't want their own internal affairs people working, and a, a lot of bad stuff, a lot of stuff you'll never hear about in the news. But you, this one made the news. The St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office arrested a former employee after it was learned she was helping to bring illegal narcotics into the St. Tammany Parish jail. It began when a jail employee was checking mail, leaving the correctional center, and a suspicious correspondence was discovered. Jail investigators and detectives with STPSO, Major Crimes Unit, were contacted. The investigation uncovered evidence. Jail employee Brianna Sparrow was assisting individuals inside and outside the facility to facilitate bringing in illegal narcotics into jail. And yes, people, you can get any kind of dope in the world in jail. Um, And... 99% 99% of that comes in, comes in through the correctional employees. But Sparrow was immediately fired and arrested Friday afternoon. Sparrow faces three counts of malfeasance. If y'all don't know what that is, that means you're acting bad as a cop, right? Uh, Sparrow faces three counts of malfeasance, three counts of introduction of contraband into a penal institution, one count of possession with intent to distribute Schedule 3 controlled dangerous substances, and one count of illegal possession of a firearm in the presence of CDS. Uh, that's Project Exile. That's federal. Sparrow was booked into St. Tammany Parish Correctional Center. Sparrow has been employed with the St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office since August of 2022. Sheriff Randy Smith said this individual abused her position as an employee in the correctional center and used that position as a means to bring contraband into the facility. Well, y'all, it happens. All right. And, and it's unfortunate. I'm sure they're the correctional officers are making just above minimum wage. People succumb to almighty dollar. And I'm telling you, it happens every single day. You know, and you know what a big one is now besides dope that they smuggle in? Probably the biggest illegal item. Guess what it is? Cell phone. Absolutely. And then we didn't have that problem back in my day because they didn't exist when I yeah. was corrections. And it, and they were as big as freaking phone books. So right. if you yeah, smuggle yeah, them on yeah, in. Yeah. You had to bring it in the big phone bag in the early 90s, <laughs> the first one that came out. But you know why, Mike? Because they like to watch Joe, but a fuck up porn. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Five people count along with me. No, seriously. The, think about it. If you have a cell phone, you don't have to wait in line. You can you can FaceTime. You can do all this shit and look at porn. Okay, but you don't they find out. those immediately? Yeah, not immediately. I mean, the the uh, sometimes guards are paid to look the other way, or CEOs are paid to look the other way. But they rent them out. That's a mm. big form of currency now. They rent them out to other inmates to cope put it in their spank bank of them, whatever they do with them, call mama, whatever. Uh, but they, it's, it's, it's currency. But back to this idiot bringing in all this bullshit and carrying a firearm with your CDS. Yeah. You're going to prison. Yeah. Crazy story. And uh, we'll bring you on to Livingston Parish and a Livingston Parish Sheriff's deputy shot an armed man who pointed his gun at authorities responding to a huh. domestic disturbance near springfield and those are always tough calls and a lot of emotion uh deputies responded to this disturbance along highway 22 south of springfield just after midnight saturday after their arrivals they encountered a male uh subject armed with a handgun in front of a residence after numerous attempts to have the subject comply orders to disarm the subject then pointed the gun at the deputies One deputy fired a single round, striking the subject. Uh, Deputies rendered aid until first responders arrived and brought the unidentified man to the local hospital for treatment. He is in critical but stable condition. No other injuries were reported, and the incident remains under investigation. 
Uh, the deputy was placed on leave, which is policy That's of standard. the department. Yeah. And the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office is assisting in the investigation. Why would he would Ascension Parish investigate Pro- that? Probably because um, – let me digress on that. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I can't tell y'all how many times I've responded to 911, 103Ds is what they call them, domestic uh, violence, 911 calls. That is the single most dangerous call. More cops get killed responding to that type of call then all the other combines, uh, calls combined, period. And, and why? Because you're showing up at people's worst time. And what is more in uh, anger and involvement than when you're arguing with your spouse, your significant other, right? So the I have, I have pulled up. And I'm not going to mention any names. I've pulled up. I've had... Uh, a guy come out one time and waving the gun just like this. We draw it down on him, and he ate his pistol right in front of us, uh, blew his brains out. We've been shot at pulling up to calls like this, and it's just, you know, whether the uninfluence or it's just a bad day or whatever. Uh, if you discharge your firearm, though, in like this, and I credit Sheriff Jason Ard because – most agencies, you only have to qualify once a year for your weapon. I know Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office makes them qualify twice. That's a big stickler. Jason was a firearms instructor. The sheriff before him, Willie Grace, was a firearms instructor. And you can go to the range if you're a deputy here and shoot any on, on your day's offense. You could shoot a million rounds, and the sheriff pays for it for situations just like this. Okay, so they they shoot him and they bring him down. It's got to be investigated normally. You recall in Louisiana State Police uh, investigators to, to handle the deal. Maybe they um, they couldn't get them. They didn't have anybody on duty when this happened. And now this is in the extreme, extreme southern part of the parish, which actually butts up to Ascension Parish. So I imagine they called Sheriff Weber and was like, hey, can you send somebody out? So it's a non-biased investigation, shooting investigation. So Was uh, that kind of like your uh – your one with the uh, naked lady in the two-story trailer wasn't that a domestic dispute uh, she, call? That that was absolute nine one one zero three D, but that wasn't the two-story trailer. That this was another one. That was when I flooded my unit going back to that. One. But that was the same right. neighborhood the two-story trailer was in. And y'all, the two-story trailer. Have you ever seen a two-story trailer? No, you haven't. And it, it it was a trailer stacked on top of a trailer, and both of them together might have cost five thousand dollars, but there was no staircase. <laughs> oh, I thought there was a hole in the roof that you. Oh, you know, no outside staircase, so when you get to oh, yeah, the right, doorway, yeah. so when you go in the trailer, there was a hole on the floor in the middle of the living room with a step ladder. It's like different levels on a submarine. Yeah, yeah with a step ladder. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, but uh, that hey, you know what? It happens, and it happens every day. Those guys. Put on that badge and that that firearm, you never know what you're going to get. So well, let's move on to another one. Now this is kind of crazy, Jim Chapman, and uh, um, I want your thoughts on it afterwards, and might you too. But there's a woman convicted in a cold case killing that tried to claim her sentence was illegal. All right, so. A woman who pleaded guilty to manslaughter in exchange for leniency tied to the killing of uh, Gary Kurgan in 1984 claimed the sentence she received was illegal and asked the court to correct it. Things took an interesting twist when Layla Mula withdrew her request this month. District Attorney Hiller Moore said that was a smart move. And y'all, I love, I'm a huge fan of Hiller Moore. He's a great guy. He's one of the best uh, uh, ever. But Hiller says, we could have tried her for murder. And we think the agreement we made was fair. She could have received a lot more, and I guess she had buyer's remorse, right? (laughs) As part of the plea in 2014, Mueller received 30 years for manslaughter and armed robbery. She was ordered to serve at least 85% of it and testify against Ronald Dunnigan. Dunnigan was convicted of secondary murder in 2015 following her testimony and is serving a life sentence. Mueller claimed her sentence was illegal and her case was set to be heard on April 17th. This is somewhat unusual for us, Hiller Moore said. It was clear in these circumstances we were scratching her head. Moore said what she did is very rare, agreeing to the plea out to the crime where her sentence is spelled out and then claiming the sentence was illegal. So, y'all, when you take a plea bargain in the state of Louisiana, 
that means you don't have any appeals. Okay, that you, you that's part of the plea bargain. Say so they cut out all this BS in the future. Now this girl's coming back later and saying, "Oh, my sentence was illegal. I'm going to appeal it." Well, the problem with that is the if she'd have done that, then they could have gone back and charged her with the murder and and the murder for hire and likely and, would and, have and she would have got second. Oh, Hitler would have hammered her, yeah. uh, or his top ADA would have hammered her, and. Uh, Y'all, it, I mean, it's it was a cold case that they just solved, obviously, in, in 2014 and 2015 when they took these sentences. But Mullah and Dunnigan are both serving time for the killing of Gary Kurgan. Kurgan was a businessman, and prosecutors said he was last seen on Byron Street in Baton Rouge. Investigators found Kurgan's blood in a car that was found in Metairie, but there was never enough to formally charge Dunnigan with the murder. The case went cold, and so DNA test proved provided new information bringing the duo to justice. Kurgan's body was never found. So, you know, that's it. So so what part of that did she allege was illegal? Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm sure she was going to say. Uh, she was probably, coerced into taking a deal. Well, I, you know, I was thinking about that, Jim, and I think that it's under the new sentencing, not sentencing, under the new trial guidelines, uh, it would be um, 12 out of 12 instead of 10 out of 12. That's just what I'm thinking. She's she's gonna say, "Oh, you know what? You gave me that sentence, and and this was well, you had had to prove me twelve out of twelve now instead of ten out of twelve, like it was back in 2014." That's what I was thinking. I was guessing. I I may be wrong. I don't know. It could be absolutely right, and uh, just crazy because you don't almost ever hear about someone taking yeah. a plea deal and then trying to you, re- uh, you it's, know it's, it's illegal. Go back on the plea. Deal. Yeah, when the judge reads out your plea bargain, you say they 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 say you understand. They bring this long list of effing instructions and then say <laughs> we've asked Woody to clean up his language. Yeah, they try to try to get my potty mouth out. But the, um, so they read this long judge reads you this long list of instructions. You, you understand that you're waiving your right to appeal. When you, you do this plea, you got to do your time. Dot, dot, dot. And you have to agree to each point of it. So it's just, I've never heard of one, but whatever reason she tried, uh, I guess some jailhouse lawyer told her mm, you do that. And they're going to, you're going to get life instead of the 30 years. But you know what? Thirty years for manslaughter—that's that's the maximum for manslaughter. But armed robbery is ninety-nine years, up to ninety-nine years. So she got really got a sweetheart of a deal. Yeah, and she figured that out. That's and probably I mean, she, why she, she withdrew it. She'll be out up for parole in eighty-five percent. So that's like twenty thirty something. Should be out. No, eighty-five percent of thirty years. Uh, how many is that? It's like twenty forty-one, twenty forty-two. Uh, how many years is it? It's like twenty-seven years. So. It's, Add that to, so that's boom or thirty four. No, this this Woody math report brought to you by HelloFresh. Yeah, that's why I was never a mathematician. <laughs> you don't have to take it out. All right, so y'all, you know, kind of rolling the script, but moving along. <laughs> you know, this is uh, turned into kind of a tough job market out there, and people are doing all kinds of different creative things to try and uh, land jobs and. In uh, in Nashville, a, a National Guardsman applied for kind of a unique job. A 21-year-old member of the Air National Guard in Nashville is now facing federal charges for allegedly trying to get a job as a hitman hmm. and uploading his resume to a parody website. He didn't get the parody part. On Friday, April 14th, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Nashville announced that Josiah Ernesto Garcia was charged in federal court with use of interstate facilities in commission of murder for hire. So here's how this works. Back in February, Garcia allegedly looked online for jobs as a mercenary because he was in need of money to support his family and came across the website www.rentahitman.com, which was created in 2005 in order to advertise a cybersecurity startup that went, uh, that went belly up, but the site remained live. So the website includes fake testimonials, such as one from a fake woman named Laura from Arizona who wrote, quote, caught my husband cheating with the babysitter and our relationship was terminated after a free public relations consultation. I'm single again and looking to mingle. Thanks, Guido and Rena Hitman. 
Oh, my God. Another another part of the site read, let's face it, we've all had a relationship or two that you wish would go away but didn't know how to end it. Look no further and let Rent-A-Hitman take care of the dirty work for you. To get started, submit a service request form, and one of our highly skilled relationship advisors uh, okay. will provide you a free consultation. Relationship advisor. Hit slash it. So, wait, so Garcia allegedly sent an inquiry on the site indicating that he was interested in obtaining employment as a hitman. The U.S. Attorney's Office alleges that Garcia submitted official documents and his resume, adding that he gained the nickname, quote, Reaper in the Air National Guard because of his marksmanship and military career. Hmm. So adding some qualitative uh, elements to his uh, application. He reportedly said he wanted to go to work as soon as possible. So he began communicating with an undercover FBI agent, Posing as someone who wanted an individual killed, the FBI agent offered him $5,000 for a hit, and the two met at a park in Hendersonville, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. The U.S. Attorney's Office said the FBI agent gave Garcia, quote, a a target packet of a fictional individual, which included photographs and other information about the individual to be killed, as well as a deposit of $2,500. Garcia allegedly agreed to the terms and then asked the undercover agent, quote, if he needed to provide a photograph of the dead body. Uh, FBI agents then swooped in and arrested him. They searched his home where they found an AR-style rifle. Uh, Garcia faces up to 10 years in federal prison if he is convicted. And the story almost makes me rethink my stance on big tech and government spying on citizens. It's uh, it's a catfishing scheme for murderous morons. The... the, uh People who are laughing the hardest are the FBI agents because prisons are full of dumbasses. And this guy was a real This guy's real most definitely that, one of them. Rentahitman.com. Rentahitman.com, and he took it serious. I wonder if the site's still up. I didn't try and go there. Oh, um, I actually sure, don't. I don't hey, actually don't. They probably keep it don't up. break just, down the front door keeping in Keeping it up just in, in, in hopes that another idiot like him will come along. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us free samples my allergies are throwing my whole morning off do i sound different to you <laughs> i love it you sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year there bro i sound different to me i feel like i'm in a submarine yeah well have you tried astro it's faster bro oh. right astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directive for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention, speech recognition, 
The True Accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. So, look, I'm going to take you to the next story. It's about another airman uh, um, or airman or airboy is accused of classified leaks. A 21-year-old member of the U.S. Air National Guard accused of leaking top secret military intelligence records online was charged Friday with unlawfully copying and transmitting classified material. So Jack Douglas, and I'm not even trying to say this dude's last name, no, y'all. It's to share. Okay, so you, you said it. Jack Douglas, what Mike said, from Massachusetts, was arrested by heavily armed FBI agents at his home on Thursday and made his initial appearance in a crowded federal court wearing a brown khaki jumpsuit. At the hearing, Boston's top federal national security prosecutor, Nadine Pellegrini, requested that he be detained pending trial and a detention hearing was set for Wednesday. Um, during the brief proceeding, he said little, answering yes when asked whether he understood his right to remain silent. The judge said that the financial affidavit showed, say his name, Mike. Teixeira. That Teixeira qualified to be represented by a federal public defender, and he appointed one. Um, after the hearing, Teixeira's family members left the courthouse with a group of reporters trailing them for several blocks, and they didn't make any comments. So, y'all, basically, Teixeira, the, the leaked documents were believed to be the most serious U.S. security breach since more than 700,000 documents, videos, and diplomatic cables appeared on the WikiLeaks website in 2010. The Pentagon has called the leak a deliberate criminal act. This leak did not come to light until it was reported by the New York Times last week, even though documents were posted on social media website weeks earlier. So, y'all... Shara, I mean, here's some of the information he leaked. Vulnerabilities in Ukraine's air defense system, mapping out Ukraine's military positioning, assessments of international support for the war, assessments of Putin's willingness to use nuclear weapons, a possible sale of 40,000 rockets from Egypt to Russia, and information that claims Israel spy agency Mossad opposes their prime minister's plan to overhaul the judiciary. So not a, bad, a good week for Air National Guardman. This guy, no. this guy looks like he's 14 years old. I didn't see him. I mean, it doesn't look like he's ever picked up a razor yeah. in his life. He was on uh, one of these chat. Uh, he was on Discord, one of these. Yeah, uh, I, I, and, we have that, actually. And somehow, somehow he had some kind of clearance, which I can't think – at, at age 21, you so, know, I, uh, my son's 21. I barely give him clearance to walk the dog and clean I, his when, room. When I was 18 in the National Guard, I was a nuclear, biological, chemical warfare specialist, and I had the highest security clearance you can get. So that, that whatever his job was in, in the Air Guard, he had to have um, the highest security level. And I guess he went in and trying to sell shit. No, no. he. I, I think he I mean, was— Why would you just leak it for free? I think he was— trying to impress a group of younger guys that were on that uh, discord with him, all of whom looked up to him. Mm. And he, he went on saying that he knew these things and they said they didn't so believe he didn't, him. He didn't get paid for it. They said they didn't believe him. So he went and actually uh, made screenshots Jeez. of, uh, of these things <laughs> and then stupid. introduced those in and the government still knew nothing about it, and it was uncovered by the New York Times. But, you know, the the scariest part of it, I mean, there's a number of scary things. But, you know, we – if you're watching the news and keeping up with uh, the war in Ukraine, 
you at least believe that uh, the Ukrainian army is holding its own. Right, yeah, they're they're kicking ass as far as I'm concerned. We're giving billions and billions of dollars to the effort, and uh, he's coming out with classified information that says— From the Air National Guard. Maybe they're not doing as well as uh, as, uh, we hoped, and by the way— Here's where their military is positioned, yeah, um, and and then a bunch a of uh, a bunch of other harmful things. So it's just crazy period, but but well, especially crazy that a 21 year old. Um, hey, don't knock that because no, when you, I was 18, you I had it. you may have been worthy of all of that trust. Probably were, I probably but was. I think this guy has probably proven that. Yeah, hey, maybe he wasn't. You don't know when I have my twenty seven million dollar home, Russia paid me for it <laughs> under the table. Just kidding, FBI, don't come F some with me. All right. Fentanyl back in the news. Oh, it seems shit. like it's just a ongoing issue, really uh, is. as everybody's aware of. And a California police union director has been charged with importing fentanyl into America. Joanne Segovia, sixty four is the executive director, y'all, of the police union in California. This blows my mind when I read this. Yeah, she's facing federal charges of allegedly importing drugs from overseas and distributing them all over the United States. Segovia has been charged with an attempt to unlawfully import fentanyl and faces a maximum sentence of 20 years. Should be more than that, in my opinion. Authorities say the union exec peddled thousands of opioids, including fentanyl, that were disguised as chocolates, wedding favors, and even makeup. Wow. Makeup. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, that stuff is, you get a dab on your skin and you OD. Yeah. Uh, Segovia, she's the executive director of the San Jose Police Officers Association, and authorities allege she used her personal and office computers to order the opioids and made shipments using the union's UPS account. Segovia to, has been in that position for over 20 years. Don't forget to clear your search. Yeah, that's engine. crazy. Yeah. Uh, she shipped at least 61 shipments containing drugs from countries including Hong Kong, Hungary, India, and Singapore to her home between October 2015 and January of this year. So even before right, fentanyl was right. fentanyl, she was doing this stuff. Uh, they needed uh, to get, uh, take a handful and slap her in the face so she <laughs> overdies with us and they have to stab her with Narcon. Yeah, put, put some makeup on her. Right. So officials intercepted. They opened five of these shipments, and they discovered they contained thousands of pills, controlled substances, including tramadol, tapenadol, and, of course, fentanyl. Uh, in February of 2023, get this, she was actually interviewed by FBI. Still, she continued to order drug shipments, even after the yeah. interview. Yep. She even ordered a package in March containing fentanyl seized by federal agents in Kentucky. So this lady, even She's after the over. pressure was on, she was still ordering. Yeah. I, I would assume, y'all, that uh, she's ordering through the dark net. Uh, probably un- you can't even get on the dark net unless you use a tour, but the, the feds are onto those websites. You They're be cracking down on all that. Yeah. So the average sentence for fentanyl, for those of you wondering, uh, is 58 months. And 95% of these offenders were sentenced to prison in 2021. So they are, they're, they're cracking yeah, down heavy that's, on it. That's federal sentencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say Hong Kong, India, where else was she? Hungary, Singapore. So look, when you go, so, when you get on the dark net, the, 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 these different websites that have you any, any, any drug in the world, um, but they ship from all over the world. Right. right. And, and it's cause there's like, um, Coming from China, the Chinese, you know, uh, customs agents got used to scanning packages from China, right? So China will ship it to India or somewhere else, and then have somebody there ship it to the U.S. Oh, you, be you less still suspect. think it's it's originating in China? Oh, I, I mean, I absolutely. Okay, because I, I was going to say, isn't that pretty risky stuff with the cartel? I mean, the cartels would have just. Well, they're getting it from, ended her. They're, they're getting it from yeah, 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 yeah. But, but she's doing it on her own. She obviously made a, a good living at it, um, and, and well, living, certainly living a, dangerously. That's for sure. 
Certainly a major problem, and, uh, you know, fentanyl deaths, they continue to rise. Actually, 70,601 overdose crazy. deaths in 2021 alone. So that is, that, and it's gone, gone up. Ra- uh, it's gone animals. up. In 2022, it's gone up a lot more. And, and again, y'all, remember I told you, it's, it's the law of supply and demand. You can take a, a teaspoon of fentanyl and in you get a kilo of cocaine, and you can make three kilos of cocaine by adding the, just a little bit of fentanyl and a, a bunch of yeah, baby it, formula, right? And it'll kill you in a heartbeat. And, uh, when I said whatever happened, and I said this on the last episode, whatever happened in the good old days of going down to your local strip club and getting some honest drugs, now you can't do anything. <laughs> if you're going to get some, get you some weed and hope they didn't put fentanyl in it. Well, here's the crazy thing, and we're going to post this picture on the uh, Real Life Real Crime Daily Facebook, but if you look at this woman, she looks like Barbara Billingsley from Leave It to Beaver. I mean, right. she just looks just like, like a clean cut. a clean cut grandma figure. Yeah, you won't believe it. I so I wouldn't wish look for that in her closet. Well, we didn't plan this, but I guess we're going from one grandma drug kingpin to another grandma drug kingpin. Um, death row grandma Uh-oh. drug kingpin in this case. Death row records. This is this is. Uh, <laughs> This is a crazy story. It's actually not fentanyl. It's it's a it's a cocaine story, and it goes back a little bit. Uh, it might have fentanyl in, 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 in time, but so this is all occurring uh, inside of uh, Indonesia. Where's that at? Bali? You've been to Bali? No. Okay. Not planning on going. Ooh. I'm not knocking on Bali. No, you want to go to Bali? You definitely yeah. want to go to Bali. Yeah. Inside a inside a, a hellish Bali prison is a drug-smuggling British grandmother who is to be executed by firing squad after she was caught with over 10 pounds of cocaine in her suitcase. Okay, mm. So she was she was basically a mule. This lady, right. her name is Lindsay Sandiford. She's now 64. She's awaiting the date of her execution in uh, uh, this prison that's supposed to be just an absolute nightmare known as Hotel K okay. uh, in Indonesia. She's the grandmother of two. She was locked up in this, it's called uh, Korobakan Prison or Hotel K in 2013 after she was caught flying into Bali from Bangkok with 10, a little over 10 pounds of of coke. And she's it, now spent 10 years on death row. Was it like in her luggage or strapped underneath her breast or something? Uh, no. They might have thought her breasts <laughs> no, were sitting No breast high. strapping involved. 10 pounds of cocaine, five per breast. Smugglers, she looked like Dolly Parton. Smugglers face... <laughs> Severe penalties in uh, in Indonesia, and around eighty percent of the prison's population well, I'm definitely are locked up Indonesia. on drug charges and are waiting to be executed. I'm, so I'm definitely not going to Indonesia now. Okay, yeah, definitely don't don't hide anything under your boobs, any kind of contraband. The, <laughs> I don't got man boobs. The Brit, <laughs> not anymore. This Brit who's from Yorkshire, uh, who had no previous convictions, claimed she was forced. Okay by a UK-based drug syndicate to smuggle cocaine from Thailand to Bali. Well, I mean, They threatened her life, and they threatened the life of her two sons back in Britain. This is her story, right? right? She received a death sentence despite cooperating with police in a sting operation that arrested multiple members of that syndicate that she was uh, the mule for. So uh, uh, this has sparked an outcry from... Uh, human rights lawyers and uh, uh, and other people about you know the uh, the extraordinarily severe treatment. So she's been transferred to a place called Nusa Kambangan, known as Execution Island, mm-hmm. where she will be shot by a firing squad at midnight on what's the date, Mike? Midnight on. I'll tell you the date in a minute. Um, with up to a dozen other condemned prisoners. They shoot them if, all at one time? If her death penalty, yeah, if her death penalty is carried out. She's been fighting this for a long time. So so she won't be lined up on the wall by herself with a cigarette in her mouth, blindfolded? No, not unless everybody else gets, gets like, out of it. It'd but be like 20 of them. The British government has repeatedly refused to fund her appeal, despite a ruling from Supreme Court judges in London who said, substa- quote, substantial mitigating factors have been overlooked in her original Wait, trial. I know why they're not uh, funding her appeal because she can't vote. No, here's here's what here's <laughs> here's 
this was Mike's lone serious story. And it's, falling, oh, I'm sorry. it's falling apart as we speak, folks. The, the syndicate's alleged ringleader, a guy by the name of Julian Ponder, 50, from Brighton, was freed from that, uh, uh, what they call Special, special K, K prison in late 2017, following rumors that more than a million pounds in bribes uh, were paid to drop trafficking charges against him. Uh, His former partner, Rachel Dougal, and fellow Brit Paul Beals uh, all served uh, sometime, uh, Dougal one year and Beals four years uh, for their involvement in the conspiracy, but they were also released. So the the folks who ran the syndicate money were talks. all released with money trading hands while money grandma talks, sits there facing execution. Um, and uh, I think she is at this point out of appeals. She's had 10 different lawyers over, uh, over time. And she's throwing in the, the white flag saying, uh, you know, if, if she even tried to focus on the legal process, the process at this point, she'd just get angry and bitter. And so she's just ready to be shot and killed. I wonder if they get a last meal, Jim, like a bloody Angola. Okay, Rudy, you're going to feel bad. Look at this poor no, grandma behind these no, bars. Hey, money talks, bullshit hey, walks. And, she says and they she, threatened she, her life and threatened got, her sons. Hey, you, I watched a show, uh, one of the uh, crime shows I watch. Uh, I think it's called Almost Got Away With Her or some shit like that. It's about these traffickers. They get these people, uh, young or old, and they're like, oh, we you you want to go to Bali for a weekend and hang out and shit? And all you got to do is bring a package back for me. And of course, they know they're drug meals or whatever. And they get busted in these third world, fourth world countries and send us to places like Special K. I I just want to know does no, Indonesia it's, it's Hotel K not spe- Special yeah, K would be okay. the cereal? The uh, no Special K is a, a street drug, a horse tranquilizer. The so I. That's just showing our. Have you never played Auto, Mike? I I, want to know if, and I I want somebody out there, one of our lifers in Indonesia, to tell me this. In China, when they execute you by firing squad, they mail your family the bill for the bullet. I want to know if Indonesia is going to mail grandma's people in the UK and. For the bill for the bullets. We'll get right on If they, they're going to do that, then I only want one bullet. I don't want family have to pay for more than one bullet. The I-team is on it. What is Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what it's time oh, for. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought you didn't have a theme song for this segment. Oh. This is a newly newly introduced Oh, theme. this is a new theme song. New. Every time I hear it. Anyway, I can't tell you about the, me and that song. Because I'd be telling them myself. All right, hey, you know what? That means it's time for our kinky crime segment. I mean, <laughs> can't make this show. All right, y'all. So, dead sexy woman called at an airport carrying boyfriend's ashes inside a sex toy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Her kinky carry on <laughs> is not going to fly. An Australian. Australian Law student was caught passing through airport security with her dead boyfriend's ashes hidden in a wearable sex toy, she said in a viral TikTok video. And hey, we know about those. Yeah. But it's not the sex toy, y'all, the TikTok videos. Sarah Button, 23, was about to board a flight in the United Arab Emirates while wearing a Wearing a butt plug in her late lover's favorite place when security officials raised alarm. <laughs> but, but, but said her late boyfriend gave her the sex toy as a gag gift before he died. The intention was initially a joke because he had spent so much time in there. It was his favorite place, she said. Honestly, it's the funniest thing he's ever done. I'll spend my whole life laughing about it which really beats crying. She added also like that. I can take him with me to places we only ever dreamed of going, but airport security officials who may have assumed the device was a weapon. They weren't laughing. Uh I put somebody's eye out with that thing. I explained what it was. Yeah. (laughs) I explained what it was, but there was a lady worker in earshot of that conversation, which led to some back and forth between us and the male officials did not like the vulgarity I was used to explain, but said, 
Budden shared her story to TikTok where it went viral. It's unclear where, whether Budden received the toy back from, <laughs> from airport security. An hour later, a big official came and had us sign a super long foreign document that said, if we went outside the airport doors, we would go to jail. Eventually, she and her pal were let go. I'm assuming the pal is the butt plug. Eventually, she and her pal were let go, but it's unclear she was allowed to take the sex toy with her. Maybe not. It was a long day, she said. I yeah, bet it was. A long day. No pun intended. Well, <laughs> yeah, hey, now, let's just Hey, people are, are mourn different in different ways, butt buddy. Plugs? I, I've had a lot of experience with butt plugs, people killing each other, or maybe people to jail that they had butt plugs still in, and I missed it because I didn't oh my God. visual body cavity search. Yeah. But I want to know, are there different size butt plugs? Well, of course. Link, listeners? Link, well, of course there are. <laughs> if any of you have any experience but, with that, but, let but, us know. But you Leave know, a comment. Yeah, wait, the, wait, so why would they, uh, she must have had a hollowed out butt plug. <laughs> well, or obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Unless you had the ashes, but glued maybe with a look, I, I think, I think we can provide an important service here because right. her, she's lost her old boyfriend. Uh, the ashes. Yeah, we met a guy yesterday that likes to fly Southwest. Who? Oh my god! Seems like he could be the perfect guy Masturbated. for her. Uh, four times in three hours mm-hmm. and lick the white mm-hmm. stuff off. I mean, fingers. if uh, he's not, if that's not a match made in heaven, now he's, that part. he's gonna go. He's gonna go away for a little while. Yeah, for his. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Oh, he's going definitely going to prison. Yeah, but she'll she'll wait. She'll wait for somebody like that. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. That, that, that could be a perfect. I perfect have heard story. some crazy ass shit, but the y'all, you just heard it on Kinky Crime. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash RLRC. R.C. Looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? I was too, and then I tried Recess Mood. Recess Mood replaced that after-dinner alcoholic beverage for me, so I saw a difference in both my mood and my belly. It's made with real fruit, it is only 20 calories, and it contains no added sugar. Recess Mood is infused with functional ingredients like mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangovers. Recess Mood tastes great, too, and comes in four different flavors. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Rose. So whether you need a moment away from the errands, work, and kids, or you just need a moment of chill during dinnertime chaos, Recess Mood is where it's at whenever you need to relax and unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash RLRC and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. (laughs) Very good. And you know, that brings us to our next segment. Oh, they stole what? They stole what? They stole what? 
And y'all, we're going to tell you about a bunch of dimes that got stole in Philadelphia. So robbers in Philadelphia got away with $200,000 worth of dimes. Now, that's $2 million dimes for uh, those of you who do quick math. How much was that way? Uh, you know, actually it weighs a lot and we're going to get to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to get to that. Uh, but they got away with $200,000 worth of dimes early Thursday morning after stealing from a truck that had been left in a parking lot. Now on Thursday, April 13th, Philadelphia police said officers responded to a Walmart at 6.06 AM for a report that an unmarked trailer was broken into overnight. Police said the trailer contained $750,000 worth of dimes. And it was unknown at the time how many of the coins were actually taken. Maybe they could carry. In the statement, uh, the Philadelphia police said the dimes were scattered from parking lot to the road of the local Walmart. That investigators believe the robbers got away with $200,000 worth of those dimes. The truck driver left the vehicle in a parking lot because he wanted to sleep before driving from Philadelphia to Florida. I can't blame him. Yep, That's I, a long drive. Hey, you, you, you could sleep in Walmart parking lot. That's right. They welcome uh, campers and motorhomes and shit. That's right. And and you may Not be... Not in Chicago anymore. You may be wondering why he had those. Well, he went to the Philadelphia Mint that Wednesday and picked up all these coins. He Maybe he was searching them for silver. I've, really, I've done that. I've, I've, I bought I, rolls searching I, I, I for silver. I silver and stuff, too. Yeah. nineteen Pre-1964, for those of you that are curious. The Real Life Real Crime Analytics team actually weighed in on this one. A U.S. dime weighs point zero eight five ounces. So... Right. A dollar's worth of dimes weighs 0.85 ounce. Now, get all that in your head and understand that $200,000 worth of dimes therefore weighs 170,000 ounces or 10,625 pounds. Okay, so that, that eliminates it, that, that they were on foot. There you and go. There's a shit ton of them. That's right. And police say they're looking for a group of at least 10 who were wearing all black and a white Dodge Ram pickup truck. Yeah, because Walmart's got cameras. That's right. They got cameras. And uh, let me tell you, if you're curious about what the payload is on a Ram pickup, it's 1,200, pounds, which explains how half of them spilled right. off yeah, under the right. road. I bet it was low That's riding. low riding, baby. Right. Wait, like they put 10,000 pounds on a truck with a payload of 1,200 Well, they pounds. attempted. Yeah, they attempted. <laughs> no, no, that's the one. The, the amount is what they got away with. Yeah, well, they must have so, done it because that payload's 2,300 pounds. Wow, yeah, because right. they got five pallets of uh, of the uh, of the dimes. That's now, right. Now, how are they going to? Get rid of those. Well, Coinstar needs to be on the lookout. Yeah, somebody. Any Coinstar, like look out. Payphones uh, don't even take dimes anymore. That's it. Right? Oh, they, they have payphones? But how could you? You would have to. Have no, so if you, were, if you were sitting there with uh, with that right now and trying to figure out how to turn it into cash, paper cash, right? you'd have to have a huge network of people spread out over going, a really big geography going I, in and doing coin. Cause if you go into coin star and put $150, you can't even go to all the different. Casinos. My grandmother used to have probably a hundred million dollars in dimes. Yeah. <laughs> she had Kitwood bottles yeah. full. <laughs> you can't even tell you, you know, Oh, you know what you could do? They could have gone to the Walmart. Walmart's got those things where you pull your change in and it gives yeah. you a ticket. And that's, that's, coin, that's coin star. Oh, is that coin star? Right. Yeah, I didn't but, know that name of it. But I think the, that's the first. The police have got to be well, looking then, for then anybody cashing in all the I would, I would get me 100,000 people and send them to different casinos and get them to cash in $200 worth of dimes each because that'll work, right? <laughs> well, believe it, believe it or not, um, I order boxes of dimes from my bank because I do. I search them for silver. You'll find silver dimes in there. And yeah. just for fun, I'll bust them open every now and then, look in them, and I can look in them without even yeah. reading the dates and figure out the silver. So it's it's pretty common for people to do that, especially in that hobby. But, but not, yeah, at, I, I not, at, not at this scale. No, no, no. So, I mean, that would that would raise a red hey, flag. Now, what raises red Look, flag? I, they didn't think that far ahead. They, no, I think what, the over what, under the over under is unless what, they're just going to be able to stay away from this for ten years, they bury right. it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody agrees we're what, not touching what, it. For what 10 raises years. a flag for me, real quick, before you hit the music, mm-hmm. is is this guy went and bought eight hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand dollars in dimes. He probably was laundering money. Because he might went with a cashier's check right. for that much and got it and got it dimes and now he's trying to 
you know, just tripping how we're thinking about. There you go. You might be on to something, Woody Arrington. Maybe so. Best detective in the world. Hey. All right. So we hope y'all enjoyed today's. They stole, they stole what? Okay, folks, we're going to uh, bring it back to a, uh, a pretty serious story. A lot of you have seen this uh, uh, in the news, the uh, shooting that occurred over the weekend at a Sweet 16 party Horrible. in a rural uh, Alabama town. Four people killed, as many as 28 mm. injured. Mm. Uh, and the, the town is called Dadeville, which I guess is somewhere within an hour or so of Montgomery. Yeah. Um, and at the uh, uh, at the time of the shootings, as I said, it's a, it was a— Sweet 16 party for a local resident by the name of Alexis Dowdell. Um, and unfortunately, her older brother uh, and her mother were among the uh, the people shot. And unfortunately, her older brother lost his life. And he was apparently a, a good uh High school football player who had a scholarship uh, to Jacksonville State in the uh, in the fall, and so. Uh, but there are you know a bunch of of other stories like that. I mean, these are all young people that were uh, uh, that were killed or injured in this thing. And and you know what's what's really weird about this uh, this story. And we had this uh, when we were talking about uh, one of the the crimes up here in Baton Rouge where the police were telling everyone was there was the, no reason. It was the to, guy from Georgia that they, they, they found rolled up in the carpet. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Uh, uh, there was uh, Nathan, uh, uh, Nathan Hillard, right? Right, right. Millard. Millard. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're, where they're telling the public, uh, there's nothing to be concerned about, but yet they're not reporting that they've, caught anybody or anybody's right. under arrest or someone or anyone was killed right uh in, in normally terms of somebody they would say the shooter shot themselves or or whatever or we arrest someone or so i don't get that part it, it's that really weird weird. weird and it reminds me of that case because it's it's one where uh and maybe a little bit of what went on uh in uh, moscow idaho where the police seemingly seemingly aren't doing much and then maybe they're just going to Come forward and have it all put yeah, together in a I, nice, in a nice tight uh, they, uh, case because it's just it's. Yeah, you haven't heard the last of it because you don't kill people and then and wound an additional twenty eight people and somebody not go, no doubt go down and but um that makes it, me think hey, they have the person in I, custody I probably so and and the deal being is we'll hear about it but our hearts go out to all these victims families and everybody that loves them. No, the tragic. Yeah. Deal. Amen. Um, That's um, just awful. Yeah, y'all, we cut up and, and joke a lot of times. But we don't joke about stuff like no, this. No, that's serious business. Well, and they did an amazing job uh, in, in terms of treating the people that were were injured because the closest thing is a little regional hospital mm, right. that really wasn't prepared to treat gunshot wounds. So they ended up having to uh, transport to them, transport yeah. to uh, either Montgomery, Birmingham, wherever, right. or probably both. To get people the the kind of treatment they uh, they yeah. needed. But Shout out to those heroes. Too. Another yeah. uh, really sad story. Crazy. It's been a while since we've talked about a naughty teacher story. Wait, wait, they, they, yeah, I know. I need, need a sound for that. We need yeah. a naughty, yeah. teacher, naughty teacher. Naughty sorry. teacher segment. Uh, impromptu <laughs> oh naughty, naughty teacher segment. Now. Uh, what do you see? You usually, I can usually get Woody going with a picture of it. Come on, that's yeah. a yeah. Well, hey, track and she's, field she's, coach, she's no Cindy Overton. You're going to have to stay after class, young man. Yeah. Well, this is <laughs> yes. This is Hannah Martin. She's only 26, and she's been charged with institutional sexual assault and sexual assault by a sports official, both of which are third degree felonies in Pennsylvania. All right. So she's a high school coach who was arrested after the authorities say she sexually abused a teenage student for more than a year. All of this occurred in Northampton County. <laughs> Northampton uh, County uh, District Attorney, good. whose name is Terrence Houck, said on April 13th that uh, in a statement that uh, that uh, uh, Hannah Marth was a javelin coach for the Northampton area high school track and field team. Athlete. She has since been relieved of her duties. 
while Marth was working at the high school, she was allegedly involved in a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old boy oh. in the track and field program that began in May of 2021. Okay, so yeah, more. Investigators learned that on May 22nd of 2021, she allegedly texted the student athlete around 2 a.m. Not an appropriate time to be texting, probably not appropriate to be texting at all. And invited booty text. Yeah, invited him to her Lehigh Township home for sex. There she, quote, initiated sexual (laughs) contact with the victim, the release alleges. I wonder how long it took a 17 year old boy to get there. Hannah later confessed to police in an interview that she had, quote, romantic involvement with the boy in May of 21. The teen allegedly told investigators that he and Marth were in a relationship that lasted until October of 22. So they were together a year and a half. Mm -hmm. A trusted relationship between a student athlete, an athlete's parent, and a coach can be a vulnerable one, according to the DA. An abuse of that relationship shows a coach's blatant disregard for the well-being of those she or he uh, coaches and above all the law. This defendant defied that trust, and she will be committed. And she, when she committed this alleged crime against the victim, she was arraigned on the charges on April 13th and is being held on $75,000 bail. Her preliminary hearing will be on okay. April 27th. Are you finished? I was trying to bite my tongue. I'm, I just I'm, got a couple of thoughts. I, I'm finished. There, real quick. What, um, first of all, we never take lightly child rape charges, okay? This dude's 17 years old in Louisiana. You, uh, you know, you, at 17, you can be charged as an adult or minor. Here's what happened. I'm going to go out on a limb. I wasn't there, but I'm going to tell you what happened. You weren't there? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we've all been there mentally. We well, just well, weren't no, there. What I'm saying, this what happened. Did. Woody was I wasn't, the student. I wasn't there at that location. What I'm telling you is this. the It happened. The sex part, right? Obviously, the difference between them and 30 years or 35 years ago when Jim Chapman and I and Mike were in, in high school is we didn't have texts. Right. If you were going to be 17 and hit your teacher, nobody was going <laughs> to know about it unless you told your friends, right? So he, I guarantee well, you what would, happened. You would, of course, tell your friends. Absolutely. But I guarantee you what happened on this is his mama found that text and, mm-hmm. and it got turned into the shit show it was because you know that – Seventeen year old, and he already said it went on for several months. The sexual no, a year, a year and a half. Oh, sorry, a year and a half. Well, yeah, so, so then he might would have been, been 16, under. But yeah, then shame on her, shame yeah. on her. Yeah. Uh, but 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 he yeah, it doesn't mean matter. You're right. He can't consent. He can't. Uh, I retract my statements. But no boy in my era would have told at sixteen. Let's <laughs> say like separate friends. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Except to to his friends, yeah. Right, right. Um, so it's yeah, no, shame so on it, her for doing it, and she should go to jail. Amen. We have a sound effect. We have a sound effect for today in true crime history for April nineteenth. Look, guys, it, when I looked up April nineteenth, it blew my mind. The interesting crimes that happened oh, back then. So let's go back to nineteen thirty-two. Perhaps you're familiar with Bonnie and Clyde. Absolutely. Well, Bonnie Parker was arrested after a failed burglary in 1932. She was not indicted by a grand jury, so she was free to go. Yeah. And, of course, shortly thereafter, Bonnie and Clyde became like a thing. Bonnie and Clyde, they're the real deal. That's it. They you should did, you, have indicted her. You know their uh, car when they shot him up in North Louisiana? Yep. That car is in the Louisiana State Police Headquarter basement. I did not know that. It is. It is. Very interesting. Now. And, I'm going to take you all the way through to 1971 and Charles Manson, who was sentenced to life on April 19th of 1971 for the Sharon Tate murder. Yeah. How about that? That was today? That was on April 19th of 1971. I was one. You were one. You weren't even itching your days, man. No, I wasn't. In 1993, the Waco Oh, God, ended. I watched it. Of course, David Koresh, the Branch Davidian Church, and all that stuff. Yeah. That actually ended on the on April 19th of 1993. And finally, in 1995, the Oklahoma City Shit. bombing I occurred. I remember. On April 19th. Exactly where I was sitting on both of those last stories. 168 people killed and at least 500 injured Horrible. in that bombing. Yeah. You know, there's one 
there's one crime I, that I know occurred on April 19th that I, you, didn't, you didn't mention there. Did you mention 1986? No. no. Hmm. It's the year I married, the date I married my first wife, April 19th, <laughs> 1986. Oh, I that is absolutely a crime. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I have an April 8th. I don't want to say what year. Uh, I mean, fuck that. And I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised that, that my, day, my that, mom was a mom was a victor of freedom that day when I, I ran the fuck out the door. Think about think yeah. about that as a message of how doomed that marriage was. Yeah. The Oklahoma City bombing took place on that day. Man, oh Manson, God. Sharon yeah. Tate. What was the other one? Uh, that was uh, yeah, so Bonnie that, Parker. That was the same day? Yeah, yeah, Waco. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a that's just a bad day for crime. Unfortunately, so. they all came they all yeah. came after. So uh, otherwise, we I would have had an omen to go by. But yeah, why are divorces so expensive? Mm. That's because it. they're worth it. <laughs> hey, we appreciate every three one great, of you. Three listening. great things married, did come yeah. out of that marriage. Yeah, yeah. Thank you three. so much for listening, sharing, subscribing, liking, all those sorts of things. Please, please leave a review yep. for us yep. on whatever platform you listen to us on, uh, whether it's one star or five stars. Right? It's we love. We don't it. care. It's yeah. love. We don't uh, care. Hey, yeah. give us some hate. That's fine. And y'all, we're—I just want you to know—we are absolutely busting our numbers every day. We're hitting a new high, and and, and downloads and listeners, and the, that's because y'all really want to get. I love, out. I say appreciate it. Yes, and Mike's finally back. Uh, he's detoxing <laughs> the tequila. <laughs> I'm detoxing, and, and I'm just looking forward to all of these fines that Woody's. Hey y'all, y'all let us know what you think my fine should be for saying the B word. There you go. Cause then I'll, I'll decide whether it's worth, uh, worth paying or not. Cause it's kind of funny. Yes. And until next time, I'm Jim Chapman and I'm Woody Overton and I'm Mike Agavino, your host of real life, real crime daily. Peace. Show business. Show business. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.